Hello, you're listening to the Roasting Room Soundboard Podcast, recorded live here at the Roasting Room Lounge in beautiful downtown Bluffton, South Carolina. I'm your co-host, Todd Cowart, along here with Jordan Ross and Trevor Harden. We record this podcast live every Wednesday night on the stage here at the Roasting Room at uh, 10 o'clock p.m. We're here to talk about the new acts that are featured this upcoming week on the Roasting Room stage. Um, play some of their tunes, drink some fine whiskey, talk about music we're listening to, play some music from the archives here from the Roasting Room live recordings, and um, yeah, let's get going. Hey fellas, what's going on this evening? Hey, what's up Jordan? Hey. Hi Jordan. Hey Trevor. How you doing Trevor? I'm alright, it's been a long day, but I'm good. Good. Super. Well, let's dig right in. We got, let's talk about this past weekend. We had a really great turnout, both Friday and Saturday. The room was at least three quarters full, both nights. Solid win. That's great, especially for this time of year. You just never can tell what you're going to get. Who is here? We had, on Friday, we had Matt Eckstein coming in for his um, his CD release party. He had, this is the first time he went solo. Mm-hmm. He has been with the accomplices forever um, in Savannah. But then recently decided that he was going to just be his own man. Cool. And I think we all here know what that means, to be our own man. Yes. <laughs> we all have our own CDs, right? Sure. Do you have your own, Todd? I do not, no. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I just I just shrug my shoulder and say, sure. Huh. That's not true. One day, one day, Jordan. You know, that really surprises me. Yeah. As prolific of a writer as you are. Well, medium prolific, but yeah. I mean, are you surprised at that? I'm a little surprised. I'm a little surprised. I feel like I'm in the hot seat over here getting chastised. <laughs> what are you? What are you waiting on? <laughs> I don't know what I'm waiting on. Anyway, it's, it's a well, question. I will say that Matt Eckstein did wait quite uh, quite some time to get his debut album out, but he did, and he I think it was even self titled. Was it self titled, Trevor? Um, uh, yes, it appears to be. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> Trevor is going to be our informational guy for this evening. I'm looking at his album right now. It looks. To be self-titled, ten, yes. ten, 10 good tracks. Fantastic. We're gonna listen to Big Dog Blues. That one, I believe it's the, the last, last, the last song. track. Uh-huh. Cool. Let's have a listen. When the bottle finally emptied, I looked around, I thought, hey, where have I been? It seems I've been to hell and back, some places in between, oh, has it all been a dream? And I heap a full love of love, your mind the same, your heart will never stray. And I heard it a few times, guess that's why they say. If a dog has dead Now hear you call I, I hear you call me I sit just a little bit long Just a little longer seeing I'm telling just a little bit So that was Matt Eckstein with nice. Big Dog Blues. Yeah, man, he's got a fresh sound. He feels really, 
He was just really on him, and he had he had fifty seven people up here. And they should be. It sounds great. Yeah, it was fantastic. He had so he a, had a trio, upright bass, mando. That's what it sounds like. To yeah, me. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Totally nailed it, Todd. Thanks. Are they? Yeah. Uh, is everyone are they local? Is he out touring? What's what's his deal? Is he? Up? He stays he, pretty local. He stays He's pretty a local. Savannah guy. Plays he lived a lot, in plays a lot on uh, Tybee Island, Hilton Head, Savannah. Yeah, he's around. Pops around. Cool. But you know, he doesn't play Bluffton at well, all, really. He plays the roasting room. So. But he plays the roasting room. When he does, he brings it. So we were pretty psyched about him uh, coming up here on Friday. And then on Saturday, we had the train wrecks um, coming in here, and they, again, Tore sold up. over 50 tickets to that show. Nice. And a, a ni- really nice surprise. We had Jackson Emmer come up here who reached out sight unseen and said, hey, I'd like to play a show at the old roasting room. And I said, sure, man. What do you know about Jackson Emmer? I know very little about him, uh, but I think Trevor's going to have a Oh, little... he's, he's from uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Um, and he, uh, uh, yeah, he grew up in Colorado. Cool. And um, he's out writing songs. That's Kind of what we're. <laughs> so he was. That's just what we provide here. Stopping through on a tour, he had a night off, and he, he said, had. He I had work. a yeah. He was on tour in kind of did a little little southeast tilt. Mm-hmm. Now he's going out to Colorado. It looks like. Yes, he's got a lot of dates in Colorado and in North Carolina, Asheville area. So let's have a listen to Jackson Emmer and his guitarist, which I, I wish I would have had his name. This was week, this right yeah. Here. This was live, and in the, the previous. Um, Recording was as well from Matt Eckstein. So Jackson Emmer. From the show this weekend. From the show this weekend. So this was a live cut of Jackson Emmer living on the cheap. Let's have a listen to that. Selling hot pie, don't pay no rent Thought you had a cover, man, you're making dirt I'll work for tips, baby, flirt, flirt, flirt Huh? That was pretty fun That's cute I mean, the entire song is only about two minutes long uh, I, total. Wanted, I wanted more Exactly <laughs> Go look him up What's That's his nice. What's his website? It's jacksonemmer.com Jackson, E-M-M-E-R Fantastic Jackson Emmer He will be back yeah, Absolutely be back He it's was like fantastic real, real throwback kind of vibe Yeah mm-hmm. Super fun um, and he's got a couple of YouTube videos out there that when he originally reached out, I was blown away. Like, yeah, and we've got to uh, whole album is on Spotify, so you can check it out there, too. Fantastic. Great stuff. Good deal. And so he, he was traveling with another guitar player. Just he had a guitar player. He yeah. just came down from Asheville, so it wasn't a bad trip. I think he played um, somewhere else in, in South Carolina the night before. Cool. Mm-hmm. So it was all uh, all well and good, and that's the beauty of this room is you know we have so much talent in the southeast, which of course that's probably true everywhere, you know, depending on your region. But I don't know. I feel like we're special here. Well, I also think it's also as this room gets more and more established, which which it's doing at breakneck speed. You know, it really is, man. It's get it's getting. Yeah, I think so. Um, people will hear about it, and and you'll get all the guys, you know, Eddie's attic and all the you know the the places along the way. This will become a, a, a standard stop on the tour. So it's an cool. easy route. It's yeah. an easy route from Atlanta. It's an easy route from Charlotte. 
it's sure. an easier route, of course, from Jacksonville and all the other places that people go to even further right. south. So, yeah, we're we're an easy route, and this this area is, you know, primed. Yeah, man. Anyway, let's listen to the train wrecks. They were here on Saturday, um, and this these guys are a blast, and they had a, fun, a lot of fun. So let's. This is the title track off of their record. We roll on with we roll on. Let's have a listen. To that promised land. Pass some jellies all around and line us up to cut us down. So as you can see, they had a total blast Smoking. up here. That the entire show was like that. I mean, from start to finish, Energy. they just got shot out of a cannon. Mm. It was great. Awesome. Jackson Emmer on his uh, Instagram said that the uh, train wrecks sounded like Uncle Tupelo meets Nirvana. Okay. Yeah, that was a. It's a great. I mean, not that song in particular, but. No, it just that sounds like a good a good kind of uh, yeah. energy. Like uh, sure, yeah. Because Jason Bible does have that that kind of rasp, the little, not quite the Uncle Tupelo sound on his vocals, but bringing in the Nirvana rasp. Yeah, right. I love mm-hmm. that. And energy, a, I think that's a good assessment. I felt like they were a drive-by truckers style mm-hmm. kind of a, a little little more. I don't know. I mean, They're more, train wrecks. More, they are a train wreck. <laughs> They sound like a train wreck. No, no, no. In a I know. I mean, I mean, they're in a good way. They're original. No, that train is 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 barreling down the tracks. Absolutely, yes. there it <laughs> it's is. not yes. wrecking at all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and if you noticed in that clip, it was pretty short. But that clip with Stu Harmoning playing the dobro, that that dude can rip. Yeah, man. On the on the dobro, I think he does. He play pedal steel as well. I think he just had a dobro with him that night. Once again, it's about texture, man. Singer, songwriter, band, you, you, all sorts of different things here at the yeah. roasting room, man. We, yeah, we have it all. We've we've tried it. We have had, we've had a concert harp up here. Concert harp, no yeah. full sized, hmm. for the Nivy and the Deer Children ah, show. That's right. Kristen. And, we're, and we're, we're not talking about the kind you you suck and blow. That's the different. Nope, kind. that's that's a harmonica. <laughs> right. We're talking a full sized, like. Angelic harp. Right. Nice. Yeah. How'd that go? It was incredible. That's cool. Well, that's been enough for another show. I'm, I'm right. excited to talk about that show eventually. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right. So this weekend, let's talk about this weekend. A Killer View is coming in on Friday. They are a local outfit. Where they, we got a four piece, I believe. Four piece. Yep. We're uh, headed up by Doug Marshall, who came here. Boy, about 15 years ago, he was in the Navy, um, came in here and started doing heavy metal. And that was kind of his start. Right. And they started Souls Harbor right. with some other Navy guys, is the story. Is that the story that you're picking up there? Or this is the story of a kill of you? I think that, I, mean, I don't have the exact story of his previous incarnation as sure. Souls Harbor. But. Right, but Souls Harbor did have, at one time, had some pretty major traction in the in this metal scene. Mm-hmm. And they were regionally very popular and did a lot of 
traveling and did a lot of work in the metal scene throughout the southeast. But then he kind of backed off of Souls Harbor a little bit and wanted to start a fresh new sound. They picked up Davy Masteller. Solid dude. Everyone's favorite person in the world, Davy yeah. Masteller, oh, over at the Jazz Corner. And bringing in a little jazz influence into the new f- project. Yeah, and he's got he's got a great sound. And he, when the last time they played here, he had his stand-up bass. So if you can imagine a metal group with a full doghouse bass on the on the stage with a cellist as well from the nice. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. So great. That's kind of great. Sounds cool. Yeah, it's just a, it's a different take on in metal, and it's been done. I mean, you know, people have went that route. You know, like when Metallica did the full, you know, right. symphony behind them when they did that deal. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a, even a smaller version of that. But they took their record Carousel, and they're bringing it down into a into a palatable listening room type of show. Mm-hmm. Cool. They did it last year, and they sold it out. So this year we're going to have another great turnout, um, but stick it, uh, the tickets are still available. So by all means, get your tickets now before they are gone. And um, yeah, I would love to play some music from them, but all of, the only thing that we have from them is just their their hard edged hard rock sound. So I I would love to play an actual sample of what you're going to hear on Friday, but I unfortunately do not have anything yet. But Next week, after they've been here, I will go. have something to to listen to from the old soundboard. Yes, indeed. Oh, what else? Oh, we also have referee and Stace coming in two kind of new projects. One of them is Stacy Pandia, who goes by Stace. She is signed to Doug's management label. So Doug also starting this Stratus Entertainment mm-hmm. side of things too. So he's branching out. Certainly doing the when it went from frontman. To band, you know, the band leader to starting other things to doing the whole gamut of helping other people come up. Yeah, and Stacy's got an incredible voice. She is. There's a YouTube video of her singing Adele, and she crushed it. So there's that. So she's That's great. Great. Um, and referee is is fronted by Alan Price, who is the guitarist of uh, the band Madam Adam from Charleston. Wait, I lost track. So this is happening the same night. This is all the, all same, the same night. night. Yeah, we got all three different night. three different acts playing on Friday. It's going to be a lot of That's a cool. lot of different stuff going on. Um, Alan Price is played with. I would love to Souls Harbor. He's played with Souls Harbor. Mm-hmm. He's also played on some other more major mm-hmm. stuff, which we'll look up and we'll we'll get back so to you on that. So is it going to be a sort of like all these guys are in Souls Harbor and then they're going to branch off and do their own thing as like frontmen, or is this like really that sort of three kind of. totally different things? Well, Stace, uh, Stace is going to be a totally different thing. Cool. She'll have her own backing band, and then cool. Alan is doing the referee stuff, which I'm not sure what his lineup it looks like for referee. I'm not either. Uh, we'll find out on Friday, for sure, and report back next Wednesday. Uh, he's played with uh, Shinedown in the past. There you go. There it is. Shinedown. Nice. You know, just little old Shinedown. Right. And uh, he also runs a recording studio in uh, in Charleston. Cool. Thank you, information guys. Gosh, it's yeah. so handy to have so Trevor happy. He's good at internet, isn't he? Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> he internets better than most. I push buttons real good. <laughs> he does. Well, anyway, we don't have an, we don't have anything to play for them because they're so new. That is fresh. 
That's it is fresh. so fresh. It is so fresh. I can't even give you any yet. It's That's not cool. been made. It'll be great next week, though. So. Absolutely, yeah. The Tune episode next, next week, week is yeah. going to be incredible because it will be things you've never heard before, unless you were here. So fresh, so fresh, so fresh, and no, clean. And, and yeah. No doubt, is fresh and clean. Whiskey. Let's. What a beautiful segue Do you like that, buddy? <laughs> into <laughs> into the whiskey of the night. So this week we're going to talk about Elijah Craig Small Batch. This was Josh Cook's um, go-to. Josh let's, Cook is Let's the, talk about Josh. Yeah. Who's Josh? Oh, my gosh. Josh Cook Josh. is the owner, the restaurateur of the restaurant room. He owns the Corner Perk LLC, which does all of this stuff. Um, it's his building, and Josh is a dear friend. He's also a total ding-dong. Mm. And, and a visionary. And a, and a visionary at the same time. It takes it takes a, a, a bold man to take a chance on something that no one else can imagine. So, totally. Yeah. I can't. I can't even. I can't count how many times I have. We've talked, and I'm like, I, I don't even know where your headspace is. This is just way out there. Well, but it all just works. We wouldn't be sitting here. If it no, we really wouldn't. And it, it is all about you know his his relentless pursuit of. I don't even know how to call it other than he just of excellence of not oh, yeah about, of at, excellence but also like he just he just doesn't have the, he has a such a high tolerance for risk it's mm. good which it's what it takes mm-hmm. yeah people who are not successful generally are they afraid. have a very low <laughs> yeah, tolerance right. for risk this guy has got an fun, incredible yeah. <laughs> tolerance for risk and I, I can't I can't thank him enough and I don't think we would yeah, we would not be. Can we raise our, gra- our glass to Josh? Yeah, let's so let's, let's talk about let's Elijah it. Craig's Cheers. small batch to Josh Cook, owner, owner of Roasting Room. Sometimes I don't leave my house because it's too risky. <laughs> there, is, there is inherent risk. Boulders could fall Twi- from the Twitter, sky. Twitter's also scary. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that depends on who you follow. So yes, Elijah Craig small batch. Let's talk about how, what the it's super smooth mm-hmm. and drinkable. I know what I know what he's I know what Jordan's gonna say. What caramel? Obviously. All right. What is it? Caramel. 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 <laughs> I mean, it's oaken. Oaken. It's certainly oaken. It's a little smoky. Yeah. But it's it available at the roasting room. It certainly is, and they just got it in, and it is. No, let me let me just back up here real quick. I really, and I, I really do. I, I really no do kidding. Like, enjoy it. I like it too. I, I think it's. Uh, I'd buy this so bottle. Reverend buy Elijah Craig is the father of modern bourbon. So let's Ooh. talk about father of modern things for a second. And this is a, also an excellent segue into this Saturday's show. Because it was Father's Day? That was last week, but yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> who, are we gonna, who are we talking about the father of? We're going to talk about the father of bluegrass, Bill Monroe. Okay. Famous. Very famous. Very famous in... The bluegrass circle, of course, because he was the one that named it bluegrass. But Bill, all those guys, mandolinist that belonged, you know, belongs in the pantheon of all those guys. Yeah, Ralph Stanley, right? Is he coming to the roasting room? Earl, Earl Scruggs. He's, he's been dead for about twenty-five years. So that's he, a no. He's here, in spirit. he's here in spirit. He will be here in spirit when Jenny Lynn is ah. here from the band Delamay. She met him and performed backstage with him and traded licks as a nine-year-old. Wow. She was nine. That's and it. he was 80. That's She's a, not nine anymore. Nope. She's probably in her 30s. Right. And, and she's going to bring her full five piece bluegrass band. My point her. is, she was good enough at nine. Yeah. And now it's, you know, exactly. 
a, a decade or two later. So yes. she's better. So she's probably she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. going to be pretty great. So she is um, in the band Delamay. She's so great that she has a coveted Grammy nomination. No kidding. For her work with Delamay. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know anything about Delamay. Hit me. Make me hip to the Delamay. Yeah, Tur- that's her band, right? Oh, okay. She is one of the members of Delamay. She does some of the backing vocals. They are a an all-female bluegrass group. All-female. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But she's the mandolinist in that group and, and singer. I don't know how many lead singers there are. There's a kind of the main acoustic guitar, you know, the basic, right. um, you know, lead singer that plays acoustic. And uh, they've done some awesome things, like um, played at the at the Ryman and Bonnaroo, and they've they've gotten around, and now Big they're time. coming to Bluffton. Big she's time. coming to Bluffton. She's coming to Bluffton. So is it the whole band or just her? It is. It is just Jenny Lynn. Okay. But she is bringing her own Nashville outfit. Cool. Which is a pretty standard thing to do when you live in Nashville. You get your buddies and you head down and play shows. Mm. That's right. So she's routing through, and she's doing the, I believe it's called Burn Another Candle, tour. Uh, she uh, she was born and raised in South Carolina. I can tell you that. Uh, Greenville? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with Greenville. Let's, Let's go, go with Greenville. Greenville. <laughs> so she's she's a she's an in-state in-state girl. She is, yes. Uh, Burn another candle. That's the new yeah. album. Nailed it. Cool. Available on uh, wherever you get your albums. Also on uh, Spotify if you want to give it a listen. Fantastic. Well, let's pull up Spotify. Let's have a listen. To old Jenny Lynn playing. Uh, let's see. Let's listen to. Well, it'd also be great if we could get her whole bluegrass band the, to come. If hopefully she'll have a great time, which I'm sure she will. Mm, and, she will. And, 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 I, I know and, she and will. bring it and bring her peeps with her. If only we could get the entire Delamay band. That's what I was saying. Yeah. That would be incredibly that'd, that'd insane. Be, which yeah. it's it's totally possible. Well, since it's called the Burn Another Candle Tour, let's listen to Burn. Another Candle at Both Ends is what the name of this song is called. Let's have a listen. There you have Burn Another Candle at Both Ends. Jenny Lynn is coming with her full band here on Saturday night. Really nice, yeah. Cool. It's going to be blue grassy up in here. Picking. We, we still have some tickets available. Most of the tables are already reserved, but there will be there will be some places to sit for sure. So get your tickets for the show today. 
And that show is Saturday. Saturday night. Saturday and the bluegrass night. is your thing. June 24th. June 24th. You got to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Do- doors at? Doors at 7 o'clock. Shows at 8. So we will see you here then. Fantastic. We'll have, in fact, we'll have Jalen Reyes opening for Jenny Lynn. I was waiting to hear if there was going to be an opener. Yeah, Jalen Reyes. He sounds like, he sounds like Ray LaMontagne. Cool. Hmm. Local guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he plays drums for the band Painter and Poet in Savannah, but also sounds like this totally incredible singer-songwriter. Cool. And we so we are surrounded at, by talent. Yeah, there's no doubt yeah. about that. Yeah, no about that. He starts at 8. So Great. Jenny Lynn will go on about 8.45 or so. And what are the tickets for that show? Only $10. $10. It's insane. It's the same thing on Friday night, $10 show on Friday Friday night. is 15 It's a 15 Because there show. are three bands. Three bands. Three bands. Three bands. Yeah. Cool. Still a good deal. Absolutely. I mean, well, no matter how you cut it, it's a good deal. Yeah. Because we here at the Roadster, and we, we care about value. We want your money. Want, we want to stretch your money as far as it's going to go. That's what we do here. That's good, man. So when you look on the list and you see, oh, $25 tickets, that's worth it. No doubt. If, it's, if, if you see a 25 to $30 ticket on our site, it means we worked our butt off to get that band to come in for 25 bucks. That's true. Just for curiosity. There's no yeah. way you're going to be disappointed on a ticket like that. No, no you just way. won't. Yeah. You just won't. And we've, we have got to the point, we've established ourselves now so that that is, we, we care. We care so greatly about your money. Right. In the in the way that, I mean, of course we care <laughs> about be, taking your money. Yeah, well, we, no. we care about how you spend it. We want it to be worth it. You know, we're yeah. not gonna, we, we're not going to survive if we can't make it worth it to you guys. Yeah, it, there's it's it's not a a, a killing profit here. We're trying no. to, we're trying to bring community. Yeah, and, that's really, and bring high quality. And, that's and really the deal. That is absolutely the deal. Right. All right, so that's that's this week, um, June uh, June twenty third and twenty fourth. It's going to be great. Fantastic. We're looking forward to it. All right, so Todd, I believe, Lord is Lord. the is the guy that's going to be talking about um, the 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 music that you're listening to or the music that. Oh, okay. Yeah, now, we were talking earlier before we started the show about how incredible Paul Simon is. We were. But let's let's dig in. Let's dig deep. Todd, it's all you, buddy. Well, I wasn't gonna go there. I was gonna. I mean, yes, we all love Paul Simon, and and if you haven't checked out Paul Simon's like later, I mean, there's no doubt, sure, Me and Julio and all that stuff was great in the '70s, but talk about uh, really the artist that continues to evolve. And he's, I mean, I don't need to tell anyone this, but just in case, as a sideline, you haven't listened to the last like four or five. I, Paul's, I haven't. You should go listen to his last yeah. four. They're just. They're they're incredible. They're mm. just absolutely perfect. And he's got the money to pay for the production and make it just sound mm-hmm. amazing. But he's just he's such a creative dude, and and just continues to just blow me away. But all right, well I could I could play a Paul Simon song, but I I kind of where, where was your where was your headspace going tonight? I was going someplace different. Totally, let's go. Well, let's go. I was wherever thinking you wanna... about um, sort of people that are 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 um, um, in that in that Nashville world mm-hmm. that are you know a car a road trip away and when Gabe was here um Gabe had just done something the weekend before um where they all wrote songs for the Nashville Symphony and um and I'm sorry the Nashville Ballet oh 10 for 10 yes yeah super cool did you so I guess you're right so I've, yeah I heard, I heard all about it that's why he he had to reroute the show here because ah. of the 10 for 10 we were going to have him two weeks earlier oh cool man yeah well, so 10 for 10 was basically 
10 songwriters in Nashville and they wrote original tunes for um, the ballet and, and the that's ballet incredible. choreographed to these songs that they wrote and it well, that's did, a fun idea. It's, awesome. I mean, yeah, only in Nashville can you tell <laughs> cool. But it was really well attended, I think, also. I mean, yeah. and, and it was really successful. But anyway, um, Gabe said, uh, we, we, we talked about um, uh, Butterfly Boucher, who is one that I think would just kill here. She's an amazing songwriter. Um, and she's connected with uh, David Mead, who is another one I'll definitely talk about for sure at some future podcast. But they're in a band called El Macho now, currently. But um, this this is a song off of um, hmm. There's just so many good ones. This is a, 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 a she re- released a record called uh, Flutter Flutterby in 2004. Um, and here's just a, a really nice, a really beautiful song off that record. Here we go. Drift on. If the some butterfly voucher yeah she's fantastic and i, I hate to even cut it off because it's <laughs> but we decided that we're going to play shorter segments yeah. of songs these days but yeah butterfly uh would be an, an enormous win to get in this room and i think it's possible so totally i can't say i've heard of butterfly voucher well now you have but now i have cool it reminds me of i mean quick takes it reminds me of um the sixpence on the richer singer sure well, she's Australian, okay. um, and um, she has a really interesting. And I, I can't; I've never met her. I just and I picked up all the stuff up and anecdotes that probably not even true. <laughs> but I think she like grew up in an RV with a really artist kind of family. Really? How does she grow up? Trevor, Trevor information. Internet that. man. Ah. Internet. <laughs> he was, he was we're, pushing buttons. We're close, but she. Um, yeah, so she's had a really eccentric kind of life. Huh. And, uh, she's a she's a, a real hardcore artist kind of type. Nice. Uh, She's an Australian singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and record producer, um, who is also part of this ten for ten thing that you guys. Spoke yeah, about. yeah, and right. she's a, a bass player mostly, and, but her, her, a lot of her stuff is is way more rocking than that. But mm-hmm. she's she's got she's got a, she's got it all, man. She's got quite a few uh, several albums and singles. Yeah. Um, nice. Anyway, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. But is everything that um, 
that stripped down that we just heard? No, 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 no. Gosh, no, no. This There's is, full band instrumentation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. a rock. She's a bass player, so she likes. To okay. Rock. Yeah, definitely. So. so you think she would be a, a fit for like coming by herself or coming with the band? Either way, I mean, she's got a pretty big name. Uh, I th- I'm. I think I don't know if she would draw here because I don't know that she's ever played in this area. But right. she she's a significant. Hmm. Um, you know, she's she's kind of big time. Yeah. Yeah. That is. There's so much to know, and that's the whole totally. point. Totally. There's, there's I mean, no way we can this, all know. This job, and I mean, full disclosure, this is what I do for Roasting Room is I pick bands to come and play here. Well, the, pe- the people that, that reach out to us, you know, I have to filter kind of through who I think could sell, but also kind of have to guess about who knows who. Right. You know? Like, it's mm. a big guessing game. Well, I think it's also, um, I mean, the Nashville world... You know, like once you get into that Gabe and then Butterfly and David Mead and Dave Barnes and Matt Wirtz, like all those mm-hmm. kind of dudes are, are very much connected. And, right. I, and I think the word's going to get out. And, if, and the crazy thing is there, there are pockets of people that just like you and I right. that fall over backwards for Gabe Dixon. Right. But there are people that are like, who in the world? Well, I would say or s- Same thing with, people, with right, David, yeah. like David Barnes. That maybe that sounds a little familiar. Yeah, but it, to someone that is like their absolutely favorite. I would I would die if I met him type of person. Well, and it's Dave just, Barnes, just so cool. right? Yeah, I mean he's he's been around for a long time, and yeah. you know he's got a pretty big following for sure. It's a beauty. That's the beauty of doing this. To see those people that come in, right? They're like, I have waited my entire life to meet this person, right? Like this just in a seventy-five seat venue, right? Yeah. Fifteen feet away from the people. That was right. how. Well, and I keep going back to Joshua James show because that was one for me that was just like I can't believe this is happening. Right. Joshua James is right there. Um, but there's another guy, a friend of mine, that was in the the. He bought tickets the second that they went on sale. And he was like, "This is like dreams. I, I can't. Even, I can't believe this is happening," because right. he lives in Utah. You know, what I mean, well, Joshua James is from Utah. Right. So you don't just all the you know all the time get to head out there and check him out. So it was kind of a big deal, um, and that's the beauty of this room because he he was able to sit and talk and and hang out with his with his idol, which is pretty great. Very that's cool. what we do here, and we will continue to do so on a grander and grander scale. And the one way I'm gonna segue into this too the the grander and grander scale thing I would like to speak deeply as possible into our 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 sponsorships and our partnerships here. They're, they're a very big deal. They help us get our deposits paid. These bands, a lot of them, the bigger ones especially, they work with agencies, they have managers, the, sometimes they have labels, and these guys all have to be paid in advance. Or at least half up front or whatever. At least yeah, right. half. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's, for, for us, that could be a problem. Um, our cash flow as a small venue is not great, um, truth be told. So having partners that will, that will help us out with that is paramount to getting the bigger and bigger acts up here. Now we know that we can sell tickets to it, but when you can't even put the tickets on sale first because you can't front it, right? Because we can't right. front it. Right. Um, that's that's where we need the that's where we need the partners to come in well, and so be helpful. Do we have tiers of sponsorship here? We do. Let's talk about We it. have we have multiple tiers. The first tier and the, the easiest one to get into is the individual show partnership where you can be your name can be attached to an individual show. Let's say, for instance, you're a, you're, your company wants to align yourselves with, mm, let's say, Cranford, because right. I see their poster right there. If you want to be 
involved with the show on Cranford Hollow, your your logo will be on the poster itself because we create all of our posters in house. Your poster will have your logo will be on the poster. You'll also have wristbands with your logo on it. The day of the show, when people are coming in and before we start the show, we will announce who that partner is and how amazing they are, and we thank them all for being there. They also will be mentioned by the band themselves, which is another thing, depending on who it is, could be a major deal for some people. Um, so it's, it's all about just letting your band, your, your brand be known to a very, very selected, very targeted demographic. Yeah, and that's, you know, the other thing about, and I don't even know that this is actually discussed in the roasting room, <laughs> I'm shooting from the cuff here, but I know a lot of people put on house concerts, you know, and, and a lot of these people will play sort of house concert venues. But if there is somebody that was really passionate, for, for example, about Butterfly Boucher, and they're like, I just, I know that you guys can't swing somebody of this quality, but I'd really love to jump at the thing. I mean, have you guys ever had, you know, these benefactor types that step up to the plate and say, I want to front half of the cost of this show so I can see them in this venue with my friends and and, and, and certainly invite open to the public um, as well. Yeah. I, can't, I can't disclose the full breadth of that, but yes, it does there happen. has been. Well, that's what I'm trying. I'm trying to there open, has the, been, open the but, door to yeah, that but conversation. Yes, the, right, that, yeah. that conversation has been open in the past. Um, and we really got close. That's cool. We got close to a band that I was like, there's no way this is going to happen. And we were, I mean, we were talking about like getting ready to ink the contract. Yeah. And the only reason that it didn't happen was routing. It was, it was a routing issue. I, there, there are so many um, super fans out there. There are. That, that this is a great venue for mm -hmm. those kinds of super fans yeah, yeah. To, to, to help get yeah. their, the people they want to hear. In a, in and it just, takes, it just takes that one person and that one, well, that one time. And we can make it all happen. I mean, we've, we've done it now for a year and a half. I know that doesn't seem like a lot of time, but in, but in the talent buying, it's, yeah, we were established. We're yeah. established enough. People know who we are. We, we have not, we have not screwed up anything yet. Well, I don't know if you know this or not, but we do have a podcast. So, <laughs> that's kind so of clearly deal, we're doing something right. It's <laughs> kind of a big deal. Trevor, let's talk about how we can, how we can tell people how to get to our partner site if we need to, if they sure. want to. Yeah, uh, the roastingroomlounge.com, and then there's a specific section. Uh, if you go roastingroomlounge.com slash partners, you get to see some of the people who have, some of the companies that have partnered up with Roasting Room. Who now, are those companies? Uh, well, we have um, <clears throat> we have single presenting partners uh, of Bull, Bull Rush Gin mm -hmm. and blues411.com. Yes, they do individual partnerships. So they decide, they look at our schedule and they pick shows to be a sponsor to which any company can do that if you have a company that wants a little bit of exposure it's the perfect way to do it you get to be exposed to a to a very certain demographic that we can talk about you know sure. off it, off of the mic um but it, it's it is hits a lot of it ticks a lot of boxes basically. well and the other idea of you know it once the higher tier sponsorship certainly you know we'll talk about them on the podcast and all that sure. good stuff yeah and, yeah yeah, we have monthly supporting partners too. And that would include Cavulus and Court Atkins Group and Nasoko. Yes. So those guys, they pay for a, a full month, uh, like every month, they are a, a full partner. They get a barrel head on the wall, specifically designed with their logo, to fit the roasting room decor. So they are 
on the wall for everyone to see anytime this place is open for anything. Private events. We have all kinds of special events up here. Um, business groups come up here. But they see that these people are revered. They right. are people. Um, they also do get um, they also get a ticket package too, which is a part of it. You get a hundred dollars worth of tickets per month. Oh, cool! For your for your group, which depending on the show can be a lot. Yeah, sure. I mean, if you want your entire group to come to Jenny Lynn on Saturday, you can buy a table and call it a day, and you can right. have everybody in your company come and hang out and enjoy it. Yeah, every month. So that's another bit of ticket. Um, you also get um, you again you get bare head on the wall. Your tickets. And we talk about you before the show starts. In, in, in a good way. In a good way. Mm. <laughs> yes. We say how awesome these people are. And on a podcast. Like, Did you and we talk about on a podcast, too. Right. And that's another tier that, we're, that we haven't opened up yet. We're only on the third episode of this that's podcast. True. But, dear friends, if you want to be a sponsor of this specific podcast, I'd love to talk to you. Roastingroom at gmail.com. If you are still following this, <laughs> we'd love to have you on. Sure, and that's the other thing. I, you know, we talked about different things that we could feature on the podcast, but you know, maybe having people, even sponsors here, or even you know, upcoming artists, if we can get some of those guys to come in. And we have talk to lots us. of things. We Sky have just the limit. Man. We have just really tipped the iceberg. Yeah. Next week, we're going to not only listen to what happened last week. We're going to talk about the incredible shows coming up which are, again, local shows, but they are selling like hotcakes. Cranford's about to sell out. They're coming in two weeks. What, what are the dates on those coming up? Well, next week will be June 30th and July 1st. Um, Native is coming on June 30th. It's a stand-up show. We're going to pull the tables out. It's just going to be a rock and roll show. Cool. And then Saturday, Cranford, is the first time we are rolling out our brand new table reservation system, which we're going to talk about Dude. at length next week. Oh, cool. I know nothing about it. Exactly. Well, I can't wait to hear. I can't wait to tell tune you in next week, man. Because I can't tell you now because it doesn't make any sense until oh. next week right. when we actually roll it out. So, heads up on that. Cool. For the Roasting Room Soundboard, I am Jordan Ross. I'm Todd Cowart. I'm Trevor Harden. Take care of yourselves. <laughs>